In today's episode, we are joined by my friend and confident life coach, Ivory Granger. And we talk about a plethora of things in this episode. It is jam-packed, but some of the things that we talk about is understanding our self-worth when it comes to our identity in Christ and our health and our fitness journeys, how to navigate life's challenges, what it looks like when we use busyness as an excuse that keeps us from achieving our goals in our health and our fitness and in any area of our life self-sabotage, and what it means to really allow the Holy Spirit to empower us to do hard things. You are not going to want to miss this episode. Go ahead and dive in, and I will see you in there. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to, not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never-reaching standard of body beauty, and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you, and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey, and let's see how he changes our hearts together. If you are ready to transform your health and your fitness journey, then the SD Fitwell app is for you. It is centered around empowering individual women just like you in their health and their fitness journeys. It's about helping you move from a place of uncertainty or struggle to a state of confidence, strength, and holistic well-being. Whether it's overcoming challenges, achieving your fitness goals, cultivating a positive mindset, my SD Fitwell app aims to facilitate these transformative changes and enhance every aspect of your life, all through the lens of scripture and the gospel. The ultimate goal here is to support you in becoming the best version of yourself and what you value with the Lord and your body, both physically and mentally. All of this is done through a tailored and comprehensive approach to wellness. If you are interested, go ahead and get a free seven-day trial by heading to the show notes below. Keep your faith and your beliefs at the center of your health and your fitness journey by joining us in the SD Fitwell app today. Hey, Fit Family, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited again to have my friend Ivory Granger on the podcast, and today we get to talk more specifically about what she does in her life coaching practice and how she helps women just get free and stay free. And so welcome, Ivory. If you want to get to know her a little bit more, which I encourage you to do because the last episode was fire, I will have that in the link in the show notes below. Go and listen to that episode first and then come back and listen to this one. But Ivory, go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know what you do, the company that you now own when you launched it, and we'll just go from there. 
Hello, beautiful people. My name is Ivory Granger, and I am the founder of Radiate Life Coaching. And the goal and the mission is just so every soul can shine brighter. Because in a world where darkness tries to steal and smother people's light, I just want to help them radiate. So that's a little bit about me. I am a wife to my best friend and lover. Yes, I love him. He's my man. And we've been married for 17 years. And we have three precious babies. And my whole life has been a training ground for this spot right here where I am today. And I am just so excited today to be here with you and with your listeners and anticipating what God's going to do in our time together. Yes, absolutely. So what is, you just launched this new, as of recording this, Mm -hmm. so you just launched in October of 2023, this coaching, which you've already been coaching, but you launched Mm -hmm. your own, your own company with it. What is your (laughs) mission and vision for your coaching practice? Yeah. So I actually just shared it. So every, so our mission is so every soul can shine no brightest. And our vision is in a world where darkness tries to steal and smother people's light. We help them radiate. Mm, yes. Yes. And I'm already going off. off That's fine. Let's go, girl. I'm going with you. Yeah. So I think I, and make sure you've listened to the previous episode because some of this will, some context was from the previous episode, but I love that your your mission and your vision too because you're talking about darkness and i think so often darkness can be sneaky oh honey and we don't always see it or know that it's there or want to acknowledge it i think there's a mixture of feeling with it acknowledging it would mean being aware of it i don't know if we're always aware of it but with that how do you help your clients see and when we speak of darkness we're talking about like from the enemy we're talking like Mm -hmm. the enemy comes to kill still and destroy Mm -hmm. but like we have life and have it abundantly in christ as john 10 10 says and so how do you begin helping your clients begin seeing that maybe there is some type of darkness Mm -hmm. there or in their lives or in Mm -hmm. their path that they need to address and Mm -hmm. be aware of to be able to then overcome that in christ yeah no that's a good question so Darkness can be shadows. It can mm. be pitch blackness. It can be just ominous. And it can be so many things. It can be from our childhood. It can be from our adulthood. It can be from the messages we've heard, from the bullying we've experienced. It can be from mm-hmm. what our parents said or our auntie said or what they didn't say. Mm-hmm. And we've on that right there. Okay. Yeah. Silence <laughs> is destiny. Right, right. So darkness can be anything in your life that has maybe there's just like, oh, that's dark. Like maybe mm-hmm. I don't like to talk about it or maybe it brings pain or maybe it brings questioning. Like, I don't even know what that was about. Mm-hmm. But anything where there's just like a, ugh. Yeah. And in coaching, what I love is I get to bring a flashlight in and I mm-hmm. get to say, oh, I, I'm feeling some emotion when you shared that, you know, you don't feel like you've ever fit. Can you, can you unpack that for me? When you Uh say you don't fit, what does that mean? And what Uh feelings does that evoke? And it just opens the door for us to dive in to a belief or a limiting belief or a lie or Uh a thought or a message that you've been living in that you may not even realize. 
And so it's just shining a light in these places of pain or heartache or hurt or like, man, God, I know you're a good God, but that was, that was rough. Like, and I'm still, it's still holding me back. It's still keeping me from launching into the life that I feel like you have for me. So what's that about? And coaching Mm -hmm. will do deep introspective questions all through the power of the Holy Spirit. He will help me piece things together. And I'll be like, wait, oh my goodness, God just gave me a download. Can I share it with you? And yes. I'll just say, this is what I'm saying. Is this accurate? This is what I'm feeling as of what you just said. And it's just like, <clears throat> it's like light come on. Like they've never experienced. And I'll be like, oh my word, I agree. Seriously, I had no idea that I never felt like I fit. And it was because of this. And because this person said this when I was in kindergarten. And it's um, like, wow. So yeah. what do we want to do with that? How do you want that to continue to define you? Or today, are you ready to change how you respond to that thought? Mm-hmm to that belief, to that feeling. And it can transform lives just with one simple question. So that's how we find the light in the darkness. Yeah, absolutely. And it reminds me, I I think I've told this to my listeners before. It may have been in my one of my first episodes of I growing up, I don't remember ever having any negative thoughts about my body image. And Mm -hmm. then when I was in fourth grade, I think my oldest sister I don't, I don't know if you know this or not, but my oldest sister, she passed away when I was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And but when I was in fourth grade, she was in and out of the hospitals. And so my grandmother was taking care of us a lot and helping us get ready for school. And I remember it, she did that through fourth grade and fifth grade, I think is when she took us to school. And she just made this comment about my ears mm-hmm. and nice. just, hey, make sure you cover your ears up so they don't stick out in the picture. She did not mean anything by it. It's a grandma, right? Like, hey, just cover your ears up, sis, you know? But to me, it was so absolutely crazy Mm -hmm. how that one thought, that Mm -hmm. one one thing that she said completely changed the trajectory of how I viewed my ears for years. Uh And it sounds silly even saying that, Mm -hmm. like, oh, my you know, yeah. but it was in there that then it was like, well, it's something else. Like that was the first time I ever yeah. felt like something wasn't right in my body. And that, and that was the first lie I ever believed mm-hmm. about who the Lord was. Mm-hmm. That's something that he made me wrong because obviously mm-hmm. my ears should, should pin back. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I wore, if I wore my hair up, I would wear a hat, but I would make have to make sure it was a hat that would cover my ears or I would wow. never wear my hair up. And it was just this crazy obsession that then I started having. I mean, like fifth grade, I'm 10 years old, you know, but it can start so young and so early and even now more than usual. And I was even having this conversation with our girls associate about some, she had some questions come up with some of our sixth grade girls. My husband works in student ministry Mm -hmm. about diet and exercise Mm -hmm. at that age and like, at that point, they have probably, I think by 10 years old, I think it's getting younger now too. At that point, they have already been exposed to either some lie or some diet or some some lie over their body mm-hmm. at that age. Or and and how that, like for me, the like you were saying, shining a light in the darkness, for me, the comment was made about my ears. Mm-hmm. But the belief that was set yeah. was actually that there's something that's wrong in me and then that god did something wrong in me and so it was ultimately a belief about the lord and not just my own body and having to 
unpack that, you know, thankfully being in the health and fitness industry, I've unpacked that, you know, and like been able to bring that to the Lord and I can talk about it now without, you know, wanting to run and hide my ears or get them pinned back. But I think it's just, it can be so small. It can really be such a small thing. And that's only part of what you do is shining that light in the darkness. And so what else does, you know, we meant your confident life coach with confidence. What else does a confident life coach do? Yeah. So I, whatever experience or season or situation that you may be facing and you're just not feeling confident about it, I come beside you as a partner and now we're figuring it out together. So I'm asking Mm -hmm. Many cases, kind of the things I do with all my clients, this is sound as a, as a, a good foundation, is we'll really start to understand personality. We'll mm-hmm. understand your strengths because so many people don't know who they are, so they can't walk out who God created them to be. They don't even yeah. know what to be confident in. They're like, mm-hmm. man, I'm really lacking confident. I'm like, well, do you, what, what, what do you have to give the world? I have no idea. So yeah. we start really basic and we start take a few assessments about our strengths. We understand more about our personality. We start to understand our values, right? The Bible says without a vision, the people perish. And if you aren't trying to hit a target, you're going to hit nothing. But so many people are living lives and they aren't sure, like, what do I stand for? What is really important to me? And those values then become their guideposts of how to live life as a mom, as a wife, as a businesswoman, as, you know, all the different roles that they play as a minister in a church, as whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And so as you start to develop an identity of who God made you to be, that in itself is going to breed confidence. So if mm-hmm. you're coming to me as a mama and you're like, I am just really struggling in mom life right now. Like I can't get control of my anger. I don't mm-hmm. know how to have patience or man, I just am really struggling with being content with my kids, with this married life, with this mom yeah. life. I'm trying to figure out how to do the single life well. Single ladies, I am here for you. I have so many single lady friends. Like, how do mm-hmm. I deal with the loneliness? How do I deal with the desire of wanting to be married, but God's saying not yet, right? How do I deal with wanting to start a business and having all these dreams, but not knowing what it looks like to fulfill them? Mm-hmm. You know, how do I deal as a chronic person that maybe is dealing with chronic health stuff I want to live a life, but I have a body that sometimes makes it hard, but I know God put a thing in me. So how do I live that out? Hashtag, I'm your girl. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, and so what we'll do is we will start to help you build self-awareness around who you are, the goal that you want to get. A lot of times we don't, we know what we don't want. I don't yeah. want to be miserable. I really don't want to feel this way. I don't want to be X, Y, or Z. We know the don't, but we often yeah. don't take time to understand the do. And so mm. that's where I come in to say, okay, well, what do we do want? In a world where you had no limitations, what would it look mm. like? And mm. then we create and we plan and we strategize, but it's not me. It's me just simply asking, okay, ooh, where would you like to start with that? Because we don't have those conversations on a day-to-day basis, yeah. you know? No yeah. one's asking you, Hey, Sheila, now what exactly would make you feel just over the moon about the life that you're living right now? Mm. Like, you know, and Mm -hmm. so it's having the space to have those conversations and talk it out and have someone who's helping you dig. And then when Holy Spirit is like, ooh, point on that. That's the thing. She just said that really heavy with a thigh. I'm like, ooh, ooh, is that bringing up tears? 
Ooh, that, mm-hmm. let's sit in that. Let's understand what, what caused me to be so emotional about that. And I yeah. just act as a guide, like we said in our last lesson, as a doula, I get to help bring to life the life that you've always wanted and God's put inside of you, you just haven't been able to do for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So can you just describe that a little bit more? Like you mentioned in the last episode that you're a, like a doula for the soul. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, go a little bit more into yeah. detail. What does that now, mean? A doula and for, for the those soul. who may not know what a doula yeah, is. So a doula will come beside a person in pregnancy. They will mm-hmm. massage their back. They will help them breathe. They will help them. And you can tell because you, you've had a training. This is just what I know from being a mama. Comfort measures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. To help them get to the birth of their baby. Mm-hmm. And in life coaching, we will work through the labor pains. Like, okay, we got to deal with the darkness. Okay, this is going to be a heavy conversation, but you're ready to show up. You're ready to do the work. So we're working through the labor. We're working through, okay, what do I want my life to look like? How do I want to see this? What does this look like? How understanding, okay, this is a good thing. Okay, but I'm in a job that's totally adverse to this. Or I do a lot of work with parents that have neurodivergent children because I'm a mom of neurodivergent children and the struggle Mm -hmm. can be so real. And so one of the questions is, if your value, if we do your value assessment and we find out that your value is peace, and that peace is constantly getting assaulted, you're going to really struggle to show up as the mama that you desire to be or as the father that you desire to be. However, if we now create measures to honor that value, guess what? You're showing up as a completely different person. So we're helping you get through labor planes. We're helping you breathe through the, the things, right? I tell all of my clients, my three foundations are compassion. When you're going through this process, you are trying to train neural pathways in your brain that have been that way for years. So it's like a rut has been formed. And so trying to get that out of the rut is going to take time. So you have to show yourself compassion. Like, okay, wow, totally bomb that. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, I always say we're going to do a a blueprint. Now, this Mm -hmm. is not stuck in stone, but we have to start somewhere. But you're not going to get it all. So just let's take our time. We're going to work and you're going to come back in next session and tell me, what does this look like? How did it feel? What worked? What didn't? Ooh, what obstacles came up? Ooh, let's unpack. Let's discover. Hmm. So I am working. We're working through that. And then as we start to really identify, okay, man, now I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. Okay. The baby's almost here. We're coming into transition. Oh, it's getting hard. I, but I'm, I'm learning how to manage and deal with the pain and deal with the hurt and being able to reframe myself. Now I have my tool belt. I know what strengths to lean into. Now mm. you're starting to be able to do it. And guess what? This baby's coming to life. And now it's a matter of, okay, how do you want to live? How does this yeah. baby, how do you now serve it? How do you? And so it's just a beautiful process. I have three different, I do some, some people do like three months. Some people do six months. Some people will do a year. And I have some who are like, hey, I want to keep going. And we will. Yeah. But yeah. that's kind of the process. It's We're birthing. Mm-hmm. We're laboring together. But then we create this incredible, we birth who you're supposed to be. Your soul is now yeah. shining. It's brightest. And now you get mm-hmm. to choose. But you have all these tools and all this self-awareness and all this understanding. So you can walk confidently in the life that God has called you to. Yeah. And and I don't know how how much people realize the Holy Spirit invade invade is a strong word, but invades every area of your life. And when you become a Christ follower, like the Holy Spirit takes over your soul. It takes over like it it begins like as you allow it yeah. to. He wants you know, to. It, 
Yes, you want he wants to. to. Yeah, but we have to be willing and aware to allow that to happen. And I think that I think some of it can kind of come down to a misunderstanding of the Holy Spirit's mm-hmm. role. Yeah, our theology yeah. of the Holy Spirit of the Lord in those ways of and understanding how He works in our lives. He's not just you know a genie that's like, hey, you mm-hmm. know, Lord, can mm-hmm. you help me here? Like, can you help me overcome this? Whatever obstacle it is, of course he will, but absolutely, we have to put in the work. And I, I like how, like, even describing it as labor for anyone who's listening. And if you haven't, you know, gone through labor, that's okay. But, you know, tran- when you're transitioning, you're about to have the baby. That's the hardest yeah. part, labor, because your contractions are usually right on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And it's at that point, if someone is doing it naturally, yep. that they want to turn back and be uh-huh. like, just sh- mm-hmm. shut the baby back. It's like, I don't want, to, I don't want to okay. do this anymore. We don't need a baby. You just cut it out. Like, let's go to a C-section now, you know, like we want the easy way out. And it's so, but even like in the Old Testament, the the Lord uses this example of labor pains and a woman giving birth several times, like to speak Mm -hmm. about the Israelites and what they are going to have to go through and that they're going to have to get to that point of utter brokenness. Of utter brokenness, everything crashing down, brokenness. Think of Hosea where he's like, I'm going to, you know, pin you into this little corner here until you can see nothing but me kind of brokenness. But then that's where the healing begins. And there's, I'm sure you notice that there's probably fear in that brokenness and fear in really unearthing or uncovering what what's going on inside of us and and then what to do next with that yeah and that's like that yes and that's where the coaching piece comes in that's what makes it so powerful is we don't just identify but then now i get to help you process through that yeah. i get to help you and i'm not a counselor right counselors focus a lot at the past the difference between therapy and counseling and coaching is that therapy and counseling really focus on <clears throat> the past. Now, as coaches, we will dabble in the past sometimes because mm-hmm. we have to understand how it's impacting our future. Yeah. But really, it's about really taking the time to understand where you're at now, unpacking that, and then, but I get to help you through that. So now I'm saying, whew, okay, that was a heavy realization. How are you feeling about that? Okay, yeah. let's feel that. Okay, if you're crying, I have, you know, many times, They'll be just losing it. And I'm like, okay, we're just going to take space to hold space for you right now because God is doing a work. There's healing happening right now, you know, and it's this beautiful process. And so it's not mm-hmm. just shining the light, but then it's nurturing. And so compassion is my first one and patience, like being patient with yourself. Like this is going to be hard. Like you're changing the thing, you know, but it's just so beautiful then to be able to come beside someone and comfort them and validate them and say, oh, yeah, goodness, I see why. This has been such a struggle, but look what God has done. Look at how you have this awareness. Now you see what's been holding you back. Or now you understand why this has hurt so bad. And now Mm -hmm. it doesn't have have any power anymore. And now you can walk more confidently. You can walk in the light that God has placed in you boldly because you see the truth. And that is just such a gift to be able to empower the people of God to be who they were called to be and just encourage them and nurture them and support them and then hold them accountable to that. You know, like 
don't text me. Okay, Ivory, it's real. I'm like, wait, okay, so how are we going to cope with this? What did we want? You know, and it's just helping you get to that place you want to be and having someone as your cheerleader and guide mm-hmm. and just to help you do it, to help you get there and celebrate. That's my third. Yeah. Third one, compassion mm-hmm. and then celebrate. And I often tell my clients, we're going to celebrate all the things. We're going to celebrate yeah. the breakthroughs. We're going to celebrate the insights. We're going to celebrate the revelations that God gives us. We are just going to be like, yes. And we're also going to celebrate when you trip up because yeah. that's growth opportunities. And one thing yeah. I say in all of my sessions is failure is data. We've got to stop associating failure to our identity. We've got to disconnect us and say, no, failure is not who I am. It's what I did. So no yep. longer am I going to allow, I'm a failure. Uh-uh, huh, baby, you are not a failure. You are a child, a daughter, son of the king. So just let's get yep. that back to perspective, right? You are not a failure, but your failure can be used as data to help you be the person you want to be. So we're never yep. going to beat ourselves up and have shame, guilt, or condemnation because there is no condemnation for those who walk in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so we now say, okay, let's celebrate. What did you learn from your mishap? Oh my goodness. I wanted to eat. Oh my goodness. This is so powerful. One of my clients was like, I want every night, I just want to eat at the start time of the night. And I know I'm not supposed to, I don't want to, that's not my goal, but this is what I want to do. And I'm like, well, what do you think you need there? And what it came out to be, what this client felt like, she didn't have that time identified. So once she created an identity for that time, changed her whole perspective. And she's like, oh, I don't want to eat now because this is what the time is for. So yeah. everybody is different about what the thing could be, but we yeah. feel even, hey, listen, we're not going to beat ourselves up about this because right. what can we learn? How can we grow? So you can shine and be the best version of yourself. But honey, we, I'll be, whoop, you'll hear me on the phone. I'll be clapping, shouting, celebrating because mm-hmm. that's another thing we don't do well is celebrate ourselves. And so no. as a coach, that is so important for me to celebrate the good. And I'll be like, hey, honey, I'm going to celebrate that because it was hard. And you, you hit, you hit kind of hard, but you know what? It's yeah. okay because you learned something from it. And as yeah. long as you're learning, you're moving forward. It's not yeah. perfection that we're after, it's progress. And with mm-hmm. small progress, little as much when God is in it, right? And so mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be these huge strides. It's often just these little minor new changes, these new mindsets, these different reframing perspectives that we can use to really help us launch into our best and brightest future. Mm-hmm. Can you say that a little louder for the people in the back? Who... <laughs> I, and I say that because that's that failure when you speak of failure that's what I talk with my clients about all the time is failure isn't failure failure Mm -hmm. is a learning opportunity learning opportunity to see what didn't go well and to adjust and become Mm -hmm. aware that that didn't work and then make plans for something else but then also talking about celebrating I have a whole podcast episode about the lost art of celebrating because we as women we want Every like our we want to celebrate when we're at the end goal because that's the big accomplishment and that's what we celebrate in culture is when you make CEO status or you've got the promotion or you've you know raised your kids and they're now perfect adult in the world living great lives which unrealistic right but you know we want to like that's what culture celebrates is all of these big moments and we've lost the art of celebrating the little things. And it's in the little things that we learn and we grow. Transformation. Actually, yeah, we have transformation and we build, like you were saying, that confidence over time 
but it starts with those little steps. And I, women find that so difficult. The all or nothing mentality. I feel like I say this on almost every episode, but that's the space the Lord has placed me in is we don't have to be in an all or nothing mentality in any area of our life, but yet we live there and we're unwilling. Oftentimes women are unwilling to change that because it is gratifying when we go all in, there's gratification because we go all in, we're doing all the things, we're seeing a bigger transformation in a shorter amount of time. But then what happens when life gets busy, your kids get sick, you press pause, and then now you're, you know, whatever results or transformation you had, now you're trying to either catch up or you're behind or whatever it is. And then we're like, well, I'm just not, you know, I'm not, I'm an all or nothing person. It's just my personality. I have to do all. No, stop it. That's a lie from Satan. It is not a part of your personality because that is not how God made us to be. It is a part of culture. And you have been ingrained to do that. And it's identity. Yeah. So often our worth is linked to what we're accomplishing. Yes. So that produces this all or nothing mentality because if I feel like I'm doing nothing, then that means I am nothing. Yep. Okay. So what's happening is we have to ask ourselves, what in me is saying that I have to be all or nothing? Why is that pushing me? Why am I letting that be the motivator? What's Mm -hmm. behind that? What's behind this all or nothing? Because a lot of times it will be worth. It'll be my value is attached to my doing instead Mm -hmm. of my value being attached to my being a daughter of the king. Yep. Yep. And so we have to really start to question. And that's where I have goosebumps right now. I don't know if anyone else. Holy spirit bumps. That's what they are. But basically that is such a word. Like we have to disassociate our worth from our doing because as long as it's associated with that we will never be the people we want to be because the enemy is an accuser so guess what he's going to be whispering in your ear all the time oh look you didn't do that oh look you didn't do that and so what did that bring oh now i'm a failure right and now we're saying i am these things instead of i am who god says i am i am fearfully and wonderfully made i am able to do both and i don't have to be all and nothing right and so it's just navigating that and truly trying to understand where our value is anchored and if it's anchored to our performance then it's going to continue to lead us astray because it's all going to be about the doing and And that is a lifelong lesson I think as people in general will be fighting until we get to heaven but it's just even a reminder to myself as I'm saying this like man let's make sure our value is linked into who Christ says we are not in the things that we're doing yeah Absolutely. And I mean, it, and I feel like that can show up in a lot of different ways. All over the place. Yeah. All over. And even, I mean, I'll share this example, even as little as I have my SD Fitwell app, my listeners know this, and it's a monthly subscription to workouts, faith-based workout, scripture in between every set, you know, you're getting fueled with scripture while you're working out. But so often when people cancel, it's because they're like, well, I didn't use it to it. Capacity, and so it's not worth it mm-hmm. and not app isn't worth it but for them mm-hmm. it, it's that equating of doing to worth and yeah. so if they are utilizing five days a week workouts which they shouldn't be you know they don't need to be yeah. anyways like then for them it's not worth it which means they're not worth it yeah. to be able to afford the cost of a 20 30 membership you know like 
even in a small way as that mm-hmm. of seeing that and it, it it's one of those things where it's like i wish i could be like no like mm-hmm. you are worth this like yes. take baby steps but unless people are willing like we said earlier with the holy spirit mm-hmm. unless yeah. people are willing and able they can be willing but they may not be able yeah and they can be able but they may not be not ready yeah like they have to be willing ready and able yep. to be able to do all of these things and mm-hmm. so unless they're they have all of that lining up for them and they're willing, ready, and able to do it, it makes it, you know, harder. But mm-hmm. I think that's why coaching with you comes in such is so vital. And so we've talked about this a little bit too, but how do you help them? I mean, we talked about the flashlight, we talked about, you know, mm-hmm. shining a light, but how do you help them find things that are standing in their way? You've said asking questions, mm-hmm. your processes, you know, your three the compassion was it peace patience 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 and celebrating Mm -hmm. that's really where you work with your clients but Mm -hmm. how do you continue to help them find these things that are standing in their way when it's something as small as that you know Mm -hmm. let's use that Mm -hmm. like well i tried it for a month and it didn't work Mm -hmm. so that's where we start to really they'll bring different things to the table so we know we'll have an overarching goal right in our time together in our session for however long they sign up for we'll have an overarching goal and so every session will kind of hit that but what's so interesting is as things come up in their lives they start to notice how that goal is being assaulted by this thing and that and this thought right so if they come and the goal was, hey, I really want to get healthy and I'm going to use this app. Also, it'll be an accountability. Like, okay, so you're wanting to give up. You want, you don't, you don't, what, what, what's, tell me more about that. What's, what's behind the giving up? What's behind, is that something you feel like the Holy Spirit has told you to do? Is he leading this or is this your flesh? And then mm-hmm. if it's your, if it's your Holy Spirit, then okay, like, let's talk about that. How are, are you going to, you know, what, what, what are you going to do instead? Or cause your goal is to get healthy. So this yeah. was the thing that you were using to help you. So if that was the goal, then what exactly are you going to use now? And what led to that decision, right? So we're trying to build awareness and really ask questions to really, because a lot of times we're making decisions that we don't really want to make, but yeah. we're doing them out of just these knee-jerk reactions because of what it's saying about us or what um, it's saying about a lie that we believed or how it's saying, yes, you are a failure. Yes, you aren't good enough. Yes, you will never be enough. Yes, you will always fail. So just stop because you can't do it anyway, right? There's these lies and these limiting beliefs that we've all grown up believing, right? Based on our childhood, based on our experience, based on the different things that we faced in life. And so it's really getting to the root. And I always tell this to clients, hey, we're going to pull up the root because as long as we're just snipping the tops of the flowers off, they're just yeah. going to continue to grow. Like we're not getting to the root. So we do really deep work. And I don't mm-hmm. start with deep work. We get to know each other. The first couple right. sessions, they're very, you mean you you're know, not like, asking them those super deep questions in the first session? <laughs> no, we don't jump right in. We give it some time to build trust and, you know, and just kind of get to know one another. But then once I really have an understanding and then it's Holy Spirit leads, I'm like, ooh, interesting. So we're just going to quit. Is that really what you want? Because you said this was your goal. So I just, and not and not in judgment or condemnation, right, right. but simply curiosity. Like, ooh, let's unpack that. Because do you know why you decided yeah. to make that choice, or was it based off of what your insecurity is saying, or what your fear is saying, or what this limiting belief is saying? 
So that's yeah. kind of the process. Once we have an overarching goal, we know what we're shooting for. We know where we want to go at the end of our time together. Then we just, they'll bring topics to the conversation at every session. We'll talk through maybe if I've given them some homework or assessments or different things to do, we'll talk through those. And then I'll say, okay, what's the topic for today? What would make today's call most powerful for you? And then we dive yeah. in and see where God takes us. Yeah. And just real quick, I have a few more questions I want to ask, but just in your practice and your experience, the term busyness, what does that bring to mind slash what do you often find with clients who maybe their busyness is being used as an excuse for something or, well, I'm just busy and I just don't feel like I can carry the weight of it all, which we're not supposed to anyways, you know? But life is going to 95% be busy all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, like 95% of your day will be busy or 95% of your year will be busy. It's not going to mm -hmm. slow down. Mm -hmm. And so where do you see that pop up some? And if so, are there some pretty common roots that that busyness come from? That's a good question. Probably worse, but you know. Yeah, it's a good question. So I think a lot of times when we're dealing with busyness, and that is our excuse. That's a very easy, just right in the pocket excuse to give, right? I'm just too busy, right? And, but we do what we want to do. Yeah. We do what we want to do. We're not mm -hmm. too busy to watch that Netflix show we want to watch, or we're not too busy to go, you know, shopping, or we're not mm -hmm. too busy to make time to do the things we want to do. So mm -hmm. that's where we really have to understand, okay, I get that you're saying you're too busy. But is this really what you want, right? It's a really a question of understanding what our desires are and what the flesh wants versus what mm -hmm. the spirit wants, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, because yeah. our flesh doesn't want to do anything hard. Our flesh yeah. isn't going to push. Our flesh is going to find every reason. And then we self-sabotage too. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Let's talk there for a yeah. minute, right? Yeah. Can we okay? Because so often we want to do things and we have the desire to do things, but there's like fear of failure or there's even fear of success that we don't often yeah. talk about in the church. It's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so you're struggling and then you're like, I just don't have time because you're so overwhelmed. Instead mm -hmm. of being like, wait, I am feeling really overwhelmed. What do I need to be successful? If, I, if this is really important to me, how do I make time? Because I make time for the things I want. And sometimes that is just the truth that you need to trust and believe it. No, you know what? I'm actually not too busy because I do what I want to do. And mm -hmm. then it's just helping people, giving themselves permission yeah. to yeah. be honest and being like, I don't want to do this because when I don't do it or I miss out, it makes me feel like this. Or yeah. I do want to do this because it really inspires me and it helps me. It's helping my brain, my body, my soul, and my spirit. Or man, mm -hmm. like, I really don't want to do this because I'm struggling with laziness. Yeah. Or I don't want to listen to you because if I'm being honest, I have a pride problem. And I don't want to submit to your authority and you're telling me what to do. That girl, it could be so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? But often, if busyness is our first excuse, it's just. It's not a good one because that is, we do what we want to do. We will have time for what's important to us. And sometimes that's just what you need to hear. Like, okay, wow, I guess it's not as important to me as I thought it was. Or it can be a call to arms. Like, wait, no, this is important to me. And mm -hmm. I need to do the work because y'all, if it's hard, 
It ain't got to be easy. And I think that's another thing. We resist what's hard. Can I just Mm. be real? And so then our flesh is self-sabotaging because it's like, you don't want to be sore tomorrow if you do leg day today because you got to wear them heels or whatever. You know what? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so we're our flesh and our limiting belief and our whatever negative thoughts self-sabotage the good that we are trying to do. But then we let that win. We've got to stop letting the self-sabotage and our flesh win. And we got to crucify that guy so we can walk in the spirit and be the people that God's called us to be. And busyness, we do what we want to do, people. I love you so much. And as a coach, I will be direct, but I will do it in love. If that's your excuse, that is, there's more there. Let's let's keep digging. Yeah. Yeah. Unpack it for sure. I something I don't know if that answered your question, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think something it's something that I tell my clients all often is, and this is going to sound pretty simple, but hard things are hard because they're hard. Exactly. You know, like they're going to, like you said, it's contrary to our nature to want to our fleshly nature to want to do hard things. But yet in scripture, in Corinthians, it says, you know, in our weakness, the Holy Spirit is our strength. Right. And he wants to do hard things. The Holy Spirit is like, let's go. You know, he will empower you to do it. And I think that's the thing. We've got to stop being self-sufficient. Y'all, even Mm -hmm. this morning, I am having a hard pain day today. And I was like, God, it has to be you. But I was tempted to even cancel. And I'm like, no. Because, Lord, yeah. this is an opportunity for your glory to be on display. Because in Ivory's flesh, she doesn't have it. But with your spirit, I can mm-hmm. accomplish anything. Because the Bible says, nothing is too hard for the Lord. Nothing. Yep. And nothing. so we've got to stop trying to do things in our power. We have got, y'all, we have the, the creator of the universe. If you have trusted in Jesus Christ as your Savior, the creator mm-hmm. of the universe lives inside of you. And he was saying, I came to be your helper, your comforter, your guide. I will do the work. Just be still and see the salvation of the Lord. I mean, think about the New Testament. I mean, the Old Testament. How many times did Jesus, did God tell his people, just be still and see the yeah. salvation of the Lord? He sent an angel or he said, praise. Yep. Just praise me. Sing. Mm. Worship. Remember who I am. And then it caused all this conflict and division. And God sent that angel. They killed themselves. They were they were saved. Like we yeah. do too much, y'all. I do on too our much. Own. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be willing to invite the spirit in to do the work. Because when we say, Lord, we can't, but you can, woo, that's when things start to happen. That's when chains start to break. And that's when transformation can mm-hmm. be a reality for every single one of us. Yeah, absolutely. And so how would like my listeners, how would they know if coaching is right for them? I mean, I feel like this episode's pretty self-explanatory. Everybody probably needs coaching. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, everyone can benefit from it. But this is the thing. If you're stuck with three things, where am I now? Where do I want to be? And you're struggling Mm -hmm. how to get there, Mm -hmm. coaching is right for you. If you are stuck, if you are in a life transition, if you're wanting to be better or understand maybe why you can't move into the direction you want to go and you just want to build self-awareness or understand more of who you are, my style of coaching will help with that. That's what I do. Like we navigate who you want to be, what's Mm -hmm. causing the obstacles, and then we help you overcome them so you can be that and you can learn how to walk in that. 
Yeah, absolutely. So how did you, last question, how did you get the name for your coaching practice, the Radiate Life Coaching? Oh, the name? Yeah. So every year I pick a word for the year. Mm-hmm. And in 2021, going into 2022, I was just sitting in a place where I was just like, God, what is the focus for next year? Like, what do you want it to be? And I would go places or I would speak to people and they would be like, you just radiate. Like, really? Let's do that. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I remember that from from really? way back when. Yeah. And so people and that word just kept popping up. And so I'm like, God, what is it with this word? And I was, and that is my prayer, honestly. You said it in when you read my thing. My goal is every interaction that I have, I just want you to know the love of Jesus and feel his presence because he's the change agent, right? Uh And so as I started to pray through that, there's a verse in the translation of the TPT version in Romans 13, 15. It talks about how you will radiate with the power of the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, Lord, that's what I want for me. That's what I want for all the people that I work with. I just want them to radiate. And so mm-hmm. when God was taking me through this whole process, I was like, God, what is my name? What do you want it to be? And it was just like, I want to help people radiate. I want every person to be able to shine their brightest. And so yeah. that Radiate Life Coaching was born. Yes. Well, and it, it reminds me too of the Old Testament scripture when Moses goes up on the mountain to see the Lord and then he comes down, he has to put a cloth over his face because yes. his face was literally radiating. Yeah because he had just spent so much time with the Lord. And I think that when we are spending time with the Lord, you can tell the people who have, who spend time with the Lord on a regular basis, even if it's not perfection, like you said, it's progress, like little by little. You can tell because the Holy Spirit will indeed radiate through them and you will know them by, by the spirit inside of them. I'm pretty sure that's in Revelation or something (laughs) somewhere in the New Testament. (laughs) All those, those books in there. But I, I just love the name and I love that it, it's also indicative of you and how the Lord Thank has gifted you. you. Yeah, absolutely. And so tell people how they can find you on Instagram. If you have a free discovery call, yes. your website, all of those places, they will be in the show notes below. But go ahead and yep. let everyone know where they can find you. So if you would like to follow me, I am I am Ivory Grazer on Instagram. That's my personal page. I'm just sharing life. And then Radiate Life Coaching at Radiate Life Coaching is on Instagram as well. I'm also Ivory Knowles Granger on Facebook and Radiate Life Coaching on Facebook. And then you can find more information about how to schedule a free discovery call at www.radiate-lifecoaching.com. Dot com. And I would just love to have the opportunity to have a call with you and to see if we would be a good fit for God to do some work. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much again, Ivory, for your time and appreciate you speaking into the audience. If you don't mind, would you mind praying us out as we well, leave today? Yeah, I would love yeah. that. I would love that. Lord God, I want to thank you for Shayla and her heart, God, and just this vision and this ministry that you placed in her hands, God. She does it so well, Lord, and I know you're up in heaven and she's just bringing you so much glory, God, because you want your people to be temples that radiate who you are, Jesus, that are healthy and strong so they can accomplish the work that you have for them. God, I want to pray for each and every one of the listeners, God. We all have darkness. We all have things that have kept us from being able to shine bright. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will break down any walls that are keeping them from getting the help they need, Lord God, whether that's me or Shayla, 
or counseling, God, whatever, Lord, would you put it in their path, God, because you came so we could be healed, so we could be whole, so we could experience life and experience it more abundantly, Lord God. And so, God, I want to pray for them, Lord. I pray that they would tap into your Holy Spirit, God. That was just a theme today. But I say that your Holy Spirit would, they would become more aware to his voice and more aware to his presence so they can experience him doing the work and the transformation that he wants to do. Lord, you went back to heaven, Jesus, and you left us with your spirit. And you said, you will be better with my spirit than if I was to stay. And so, God, I pray that your people would learn how to operate as Holy Spirit-filled vessels, God, Holy Spirit-filled temples who literally get to join you in radiating your light to the world so people can see you lifted up and it can draw more to you, Jesus. That is our heart and our goal, Lord. We want people to know you, Lord God. So I pray if there's listeners that are on this call today that don't know you, Jesus, they will reach out to Shayla or I, and we can help them know how to have a relationship with you. God, thank you so much that you give us the opportunity to shine bright. And God, I pray today that you will help every listener to have a little more brightness in their life as a result of listening today. We love you and we thank you, Jesus. Thank you for being a God that never changes. Thank you for being a God who never fails. Thank you for your love and your compassion and your healing and your power. We thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Ivory. And I cannot wait to have you back on the podcast. And because I know my listeners are going to love hearing from you. So Aww. thank you. And everybody go find her in the links below. Find her on Instagram. Say hello to her. She's super personable. I say this on almost every episode. If I don't know you, I'm the most personal personal trainer out there. I would love to get to know you. Ivory is the most personal life coach out there and she would love to get to know you too. So send us a message. Let us know what struck out or what stuck out to you the most. And we would love to just have a conversation. So thank you, Ivory, again. You're welcome. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye, Fit Fam. Hey, Fit Fam. It's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitwell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly want to see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.